this is Howard Scrumwell, and I'm talking to you from the training camps of Agile Framework Fight Night. Here, there are teams from Safe, Less, Fast, Agile, and Dad working out, preparing for the upcoming fight. This is a continuing episode for the Agile Framework Fight Night series, Bout 2. This fight night was hosted in Seattle by Beyond Agile, a meetup that you can find at meetups.com. Like the first Agile Framework Fight Night, we brought together another winning panel of experts who really want to win and represent their framework, and the frameworks we have are... In the far corner, representing Discipline Agile Delivery, we have Ricardo Garcia, God of Doom. Come on, Dad. Let's go get him, Dad. In the other corner, representing Fast Agile, we have Ron Quartel, Crocodile, Ron D. In the other side of the ring, surrounded by several million BTUs of air conditioning, is Team Safe, represented by Barry L. Smith, known to his fans as Barry the Blizzard. And in the other corner, an asture part of the corner, is Team Less, and representing Less is Victor Grigit, the Simplifier. Less is more, less is more, less is more, less is more. And the moderation was done by yours truly, Lancer Kind. So I got a question for Crocodile Ron. This is Peter Lacey. Rob, been very interested in listening to this panel. This is a fun format. Uh, good job, you guys. Ron, did I hear? Did I understand you correctly in what you just said that you you founded Fast? Uh, yes, I had the initial idea for it, and I was at an organization, and and I asked for permission to do some experimentation, which then evolved Fast. So there was an idea. And then we did something, and then that's when Fast really evolved. And how long ago was that? 2016 to 18. Is that right, Paige? Paige was, Paige was part of that experiment. And do you mind if I ask how, how, how well it's grown? Other people catching on to it? What's, uh, what's going on with it? Yeah, Fast is, is um, it's gaining a lot of attention more recently. Which kind of coincides with me putting more energy into it and, and sharing uh, the information. So it's something that, that I'm right now, I'm primarily driving uh, and I'm bootstrapping. So you think of Dean Leffingwell and how much money he had to, to put together to create uh, safe. This is something I'm bootstrapping and, and doing in my own time. So that's kind of a constraint on the rate of, of it getting out there. And I'm really glad to, to do these kind of things. Did that answer your question? Yeah, sure. Sure. That gives me a sense of where it is. Good on you, mate. (laughs) 
All right, Neil Peterson asks, hey, Neil, you want to go ahead and ask or I'll read it out for you? Go ahead and jump on if you don't mind. Ron, how big of an organization do you think FAST would work with successfully? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So uh, FAST is, is designed to do one thing really well, which is is to create this, this self-organizing tribe. In theory, I think that tribe could, could be 150, which is Dunbar's number. I, I can imagine multiple tribes in an organization. So there's a company here in Bellevue that I worked at, uh, I, I don't think I should mention names, but it had multiple floors and, and I could envisage a tribe per each floor where there's a this you know explicit like kind of focus for each tribe. There's a role called the product director in, in FAST and, and in that portfolio style uh, way of working, those product directors would work closely with each other to, to do the essentially portfolio management of, of their different tribes. I think a good example of that is W.O. Gore, which also scaled that way. So as soon as a part of the organization grows the beyond, I think that car park, which they say is about 150 to 200 people, they split up another organization. And that, that pattern's been happened at, at uh, other places as well. If I remember the book I read that in, put it in the comments if, if I do remember. But that's the that's the theoretical way that, that fast would scale. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. By the way, Ron, I, I've heard you describe fast a number of times now, and it gets more mature every time I hear it. So I, I appreciate the growth over time. So Pavel says, what is the common mindset you have found organizations drawn to the framework tool sets you are working on? So he's talking about a common mindset drawn to your framework. And so he's, he's asking each of you to go ahead and comment on that. Speak for the safe perspective. There are really two sort of motivating backgrounds that bring companies to the Scale Adapter Framework. One is, say, Lego Digital, where they had been successful at a smaller scale for Agile, but once they got past about 20 teams, they were finding it pretty difficult to coordinate. And so they were looking for a way to just apply that. Now, the interesting thing is, is right now, Henrik Nyberg is is working with that group and having fabulous results with the Scaled Agile Framework. And a lot of you know Henrik from the work that he did uh, with Spotify and Crisp. So, you know, here's someone who's very attuned to small, nimble teams and, you know, flexible organization, but still found that the constructs of SAFE were useful when they got an organization that needed a bit more than they had with, you know, say five teams or 10 teams. The other side is large organizations, a capital one with, you know, hundreds or thousands of, of employees in their technology organization who recognize they're dealing with a great deal of complication and some complexity. Let's be clear. Most organizations are floundering with complication and they're dealing with a subset of complexity. And in this case, they need a framework that can allow them to begin to organize a lot of the complication and complexity that they're dealing with and do it in a systematic way. And so large organizations that are trying to move from, you know, older practices into something that is more agile need need a robust solution. And, and they're also trying to save. Save, 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 save. Okay, who else would like to follow up on that question? The question again is, what is the common mindset you have found drawn to the framework you work on? The typical um, the mindset is that they, uh, and there are not many that, uh, that have this, is they realize the only way to actually get anything sensible regarding agile and large organization is to uh, truly change the organization, no matter how painful it is. 
And uh, so they usually uh, have been in some kind of agile, blah, blah, whatever, for years. Almost everybody has uh, by now, after so many years of agile manifesto. And they notice that not much uh, basically um, changed or, or whatever. And quite often things become even complex uh, and uh, with all the consequences. So the one thing, one measure by the KPI to measure complexity uh, is to uh, count number of roles and the people uh, outside of the teams. So if you have after a ch uh, agile adoption more roles or same amount of roles, nothing actually changed unless you think that you can be agile with more complexity. That's the reason for they choose for less, which is not that often. Uh, basically, everybody still has a some kind of a nice delusion that they are agile uh, in a large organization. It's always fascinating to notice that. Less is more. Less is more. Who else would like to comment on the type of people that are attracted to your framework? Great comments going on in the in the chat. Very humor. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll talk about fast. So the, the, the mindset that is compatible with fast or why, why an organization might, might consider it is really they're going to be a progressive organization. They're going to be more startup-minded in style, probably very, very much more product-driven. They're going to be a progressive company, a teal company maybe as well because it's, it's as much a teal, teal framework as it, as it is an agile. So they're looking. How do we, you know, we we get this self-management movement. You know, how do we how do we do this? I think fast would work really well at Spotify. It's it's almost a slight change on what they did there. Instead of having the the, the static teams, we could have dynamic teams. So a company like Spotify, i.e., uh, you know, in that innovative, progressive startup space. Who else would like to comment on the type of mindsets attracted to you, the framework you promote? The good part is that that is not a framework. Uh, and that love to help everybody, you know, in a large organization. And this is kudos to Barry in this time. We have saved as a foundation of what we are implementing at Costco. So it helped us take the practices, and that works well. The mindset that we have is you can do it. You know, you have to bring your mind into the game and be part of that change. And with that, any framework uh, complement all. So I, I just want to summarize and I was thinking now, as I hear all the panelists, is that that wants to be safe by doing less fast. You know, this is not one framework fits all, but is how we all complement the practices and how we all come together. Uh, today, I have learned so much about fast and have a better understanding of less as we are implementing SAFE at Costco. So it's not one or the other, is we all can come together and work together. And I have to say thank you to all of you with all these new practices and thought process that you bring to the Agile community.
So uh, let's go ahead and do our closing comments. Start with the panelists who would like to, you know, talk about what you're doing and, and where people should go to get more information or, or whatever you care to talk about. I guess I beat mine already. There, you're ahead of the game. Dad of Doom. I also, um, I, 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 I like the session very much. I also learned uh, a bit more about perspectives, and um, and that's always good. I think uh, in general, not only in this Agile community, but in the world in general, we need to learn more perspectives from other people and not necessarily agree or disagree. And so uh, that's always very nice learning experience. And thank you for that. So it's uh, good, to, good to have this uh, number of new perspectives that I haven't had before. That was the simplifier. I want to say that uh, despite the fact that as a uh, certified SAFE consultant, I'm here to represent a certain point of view, I also want to give credit to everyone, thank everyone for being here and give credit to my fellow panelists because I think all of them are offering really valid views and opportunities for how we can actually help fundamentally make work better. Maybe to your surprise, I particularly want to reach out to Ron because I think the thing that tends to get lost in discussions of frameworks and toolkits and everything else is that we are talking about people, people investing their time, you know, their lives, trying to just do something useful and good. And when we lose sight that the core part of doing this well is to allow people to work well, work, allow them to uh, you know, work in an environment of safety and intrinsic motivation, that is what's going to produce the best results. All, everything on top of that is elaborations in great ways, but I think we always have to remember that fundamentally, we're trying to help people work in the best way for people to work to deliver value together. And uh, I don't want to lose sight of that. All right. Thank you, Blizzard. I, I really enjoyed this. And, and actually, I've got a little respect for, for Dad and, and Let's. I think there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, a lot of that in, in Fast. And, and you know, I like the poo-poo safe, a little bit easy, but there is a place for safe um, as well. Like if you're, you know, I said, you know, there's a certain mindset that has to go with fast. And if you don't have that mindset, safe is a good, is a good option, right? If, if that fits for you, go for it. And in fact, fast and safe can work together. I think someone mentioned that in there. We, we did, I did a training class with a certified safe trainer on how to integrate the two. So, Barry, if you're interested in that, I can I can show you a little diagram. I'm not allowed to publish it because of copyright around the, the safe diagram, but yeah, I can show you what that looks like. And and really, we're you know we're entering the, a, a new time. I think the the age of disruption, which really requires a deep understanding of, of complexity and, and and complex adaptive systems and complex theory. And the Kinevin model is a great place to start with that. And once you understand the Kinevin model and you, you understand the type of work, like where does it fit in, into the Kinevin model, then that helps you really choose, hey, this is the right tool for the right problem. And FAST is able to work fairly much across the Kinevin model, but it comes with caveats. Like I would only do FAST if you had, if you had the right people there. Right, it would not work at, a, at an organization that was highly tailorist and so forth. So it's it's new, it's cutting edge, it's a little before its time, and you know, thank you for letting letting me share it with you all. The moderator is uh, Lancer Kind. I'm a, a science fiction and agile book author. So I have agile. I like to write dramatic storytellings of things that teach you things. So Agile Noir is on, on Amazon. Agile Grande is on Lean Pub for free right now. I'm still cranking on it. 
And uh, I also have a podcast called Agile Thoughts. So if you search for Lancer Kind on Amazon, you'll find me there. Or just search for Lancer Agile Thoughts, you'll find me on the internet. Are you new to Agile or Scrum? Looking for a fun way to pick up the knowledge to become an Agile team? Go get the novel, Agile Noir. The dramatic novel about a project manager who needs to transform his teams to become Agile because his life depends on it. This book is available in the US on Amazon, in India on pothy.com, in China, it's available on my WeChat store. Links are in the show notes. This is the last episode of the Agile Framework Fight Night series, bout two. The first episode of the series was episode 155. You can find the nice collection of this series by typing in your search engine, Lancer, Agile Thoughts, Fight Night, Bout 2. And if you're like my friend William and you missed the beginning of the episode and you want to go find it, type into your favorite search engine, Lancer Kind, Agile Thoughts, Fight Night, Bout 2. And you will find a page with all these episodes all there for easy tapping. 